Super Talk Mississippi media production. What if everyone was turning their head to look at you with a brand new Flowmaster exhaust system from Exhaust Pro in Macomb on Georgia Avenue? Cruise in style with Exhaust Pro of Macomb on Georgia Avenue. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the stories straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way, their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. Ain't no worries, it's how life goes, baby. In a Mississippi minute. That's right. Part two of my Mother's Day special. To get us all in the loving spirit and giving thanks to the best women in our lives. That's what this week is all about. I met today's guest nine months before we laid eyes on each other. I'm sure of the five children she birthed, I imagine. Okay, I said I was sure. I was the prodigal son even in the womb. She grew up in Clarksdale in her early childhood days, above my grandfather's grocery store for part of her youth on Highway 61, attended college in New Orleans, and later married my dad, and now over 60 years later. Wow. She kept me compassionate yet tough in life. Meaning when I started to give up on my dreams, she'd say, it's all right, I understand, and then follow that up with basically suck it up and get back in there. She always grounded me my entire high school life, including when I was 22. I said it, and I've got the song to prove it. I'm going to talk to her about that and why she, uh, you know, I know why. But anyway, please welcome to In a Mississippi Minute, my mom, Virgie Azar. Hey, mom. Hey, babe. Happy Mother's Weekend Day. Thank you very much, Steve. All right, I appreciate all that. You guys at the house? We're here, yes. I appreciate that intro, and it was all true. Oh, there you go. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> all right. Uh, the last time I interviewed Dad, he was. you were next to him. Is he next to you now? Is he going to be uh, calling in from the cheap seats? <laughs> I told him I didn't need any help, I didn't think. But anyway, he's sitting here with his cup of coffee in his all hand. Right. Okay. okay, tell him I love him. All right. Okay, so, Mom, let's talk about, take me what it was like growing up in the Delta, particularly, obviously, in Clarksdale, where you where you spent your youth. And were you born in Clarksdale? Were you, uh, see, I always thought you were born in Clarksdale, uh, and yeah. then obviously raised. Right, absolutely. Clarksdale uh, Hospital, and uh, which is no longer there now, but... Uh, I was born there, and I went to school at Eliza Clark Grammar School. I went to Clarksdale High, graduated in 1954, loved every minute of it, had great friends, and it was uh, it was not a lot going on. We had ball games, you know, on weekends. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our Sundays were going to church, coming back, having dinner with our each person's family, getting in the car and riding around. 
Right. <laughs> going to Garmin's ice cream parlor, sitting there for hours and hours visiting wow. with friends. And that was, I mean, it was not a whole lot to do in Clarkston other than, you know, going to our ball games and participating in school activities. Right. Well, you find things to do uh, that become great memories, even though they seem like they weren't so, you know, right. rather large or so extravagant. Right. It's amazing. I grab a stick and a, and a, and a rock and... Right. You know, you can play all day, so I get that. We're talking to my mom, Virgie Azar. It's Mother's Day weekend uh, spectacular. Uh, part two, interviewed Mama Nab yesterday, and so I've got you today. Mom, so any interests, like was the cheer or was or did you play sports growing up? I mean, obviously a good, really good athletic family with Uncle Freddie and Uncle Joe, yeah. and obviously your sister, Aunt Barbara, but what were you interested in? Uh, I was more interested in, well, I did play basketball. Uh, I didn't play golf then. I played golf later after I married mm-hmm. Dad. But uh, my interests were more in church activities. I held, I led uh, a youth group for uh, a bunch of young kids, and what we'd do is we'd meet every week, and uh, we would just discuss, you know, religion. And uh, I, in fact, I even taught. After I graduated from college, I'm probably getting ahead of myself. I taught kindergarten for a year at St. Elizabeth's Catholic School. Come on. Yeah. I didn't know this. How, so how old were you then when you did that? Oh, I was 18. I was 18, 19. Yeah. Back, back then, Mom, you know, obviously uh, life moved faster, right? You were a little bit ahead of the game, so you were able to do things uh, like that a lot sooner, correct? Right. Right, right, exactly. I belong, well, I, I sang in the choir. We would have choir practice. And going to a public school all my life, was, we did not, I did not have a Catholic school available at the time for me. And so we would have a Bible study. So we had Bible study every Monday night, which afterwards we would get in cars and go out to a place we called Deacons and have a Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. Is that like a new like. drink back then? <laughs> It was my favorite drink back then. <laughs> and uh, it, it was either Garmin's Ice Cream Parlor or it was Deacon's Cafe. And uh, and that that was, you know, and then I worked every day, uh, Steve. I would, my dad had a grocery store and my mom and dad, my mother worked just as hard as my dad did. And, uh, and we had uh, Safeway Grocery. And my dad owned that name for the whole state of Mississippi until Safeway wanted to come in and come into the state of Mississippi. They had to buy the name Safeway from my dad, wow. and so he sold it. And uh, so that was like Safeway National, right? So apparently they were. It was going on somewhere else, but but all our, over. But Papa had it first. That's true. All over. In fact, your sister Vicky in Seattle trades from Safeway right now. But uh, so Dad changed his name. He couldn't use the name anymore after all those years, yeah. and he changed it to JD Nossett Supermarket. Yeah, I want to. I want to talk to you about all that in a minute because I remember storming in the store and looking back, he'd look at us like, oh, my God, here they that's come. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all five of you would go in the store, grab a brown bag, and fill it up. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. would run back to Ballard. But I want to talk, and the meat part, I want to talk to you about all that. But but wait a minute. So Safeway, you know, I used to play in the Safeway Invitational in Northern California, a uh, golf charity event for years, and, really? and then they, they stopped having it. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, obviously, it was where I met a lot of our friends that come down and do the Delta Soul. I mean, just at these events. And so it was uh, 
uh, it was a great event there, and it was very elaborate. Uh, we'd stay at this chairman of the board's. Uh, we would hang at the chairman of the board. It was usually during the NBA playoffs, and uh, w- uh, all of us would hang and watch uh, either that or the it'd be the the championship games at his yeah. at his house. So we had a good time. But um, okay, so Safeway. So you're you're a kid. You're growing up. You're riding around town. That's what we did. You know, we had yeah. we had sports yeah. and all that around you. In uh, fact, in fact, I was one of the lucky ones because I did work for my dad so much, and mom and dad. Uh-huh. Uh, dad, I had a car before any of my friends, and dad bought me, mom and dad bought me a pink and white <laughs> hardtop Ford Victoria. Come on. And, I mean, it was the talk of the town. And the the man, God rest his soul, Mr. Walton, owned the dealership, Ford dealership. He traded with us at the store, and he said, Virgie, I will not buy another or sell another pink and white car in this town. You're going to have the only one, (laughs) (laughs) which was probably good and bad, but I did. And so at 16, I had a car, and so it was was my car that was out every Friday night or whenever, Sunday afternoon. Right. Yeah, and... uh, Did you use Armor All on it like I used it on mine? You ever have the breakout? No, no, no. But Dad owned, Mom and Dad owned the service station next door to the grocery store. And so uh, every Sunday after Mass, uh, <laughs> Dad would make sure that the car got cleaned inside and out. I didn't have to do it. Oh, and my, my brothers goodness. never did it, you know. Well, so. neither did your daughter, Vicky, because she's take my clean car once a week <laughs> in college and bring it back with sacks of fast food and dirty and i used to just scream because you know me so for my listeners that don't know this one time i was in the shower and i uh was about to go to delta state because i was taking some summer classes even though i i I attended there i was trying to make up for lost time of being a really bad pre-med major and so i was in the shower and i I thought i was getting stung by like a thousand bees and it turns out i had this really bad armor all reaction because i used it every day in my car yeah. I remember. I in fact, in fact, I think Vicky said when she would ride with you, she would actually slide off the seat because <laughs> there was so much armor on. And you would make sure the bottom of her shoes had nothing on them, not even a speck of dirt. Yeah, well, Nobody, yeah. no one really wanted to ride with you, yeah, Steve. Everybody, you were meticulous to too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. But here's the problem, though. The bottom line is, I don't do it like I used to. Second, which uh, we don't have time. Right. Second of all. Uh, you know, I've always felt like, and for our listeners out there, I think you're going to agree, your car drives better when it's spotless. <laughs> it just drives better. I mean, the engine works better. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. smiling. It's smiling at the rest of the car. We're with my mom, Virgie Azar. We're talking Clarksdale growing up. Uh, I want to spend a little bit of time in the next segment diving into your parents. Uh, but uh, and but not only that, their childhood for a minute, because there's some things that I don't quite understand. And if I'm going to ever find out, Exactly, you know. So what it was like for Mama and Papa, because I was, you know, we were also close to them. Uh, but absolutely, yeah. But I want to yeah. spend a little time. We're in a Mississippi minute. I'm Steve Azar. I am with my mom, Virgie Azar. She is hanging out with my dad. Dad has not spoken from the cheap seats yet. I'm really, that's right. Really appreciating that. You're in a Mississippi <laughs> minute. We're gonna be right back.
in a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Steve Azar, I'm with my mom, Virgie Azar. It is Mother's Day Extravaganza Part 2. We and uh, I'm having a great time talking to my mom, getting to know. Thanks. Thanks. Hey, Thanks. You're welcome, Mom. All right, Mom, so I want to back up for a second. And I want to understand my my grandmother, your mom, and what, what it was like as a child for them and then losing their parents because I don't quite... These are some of the stories y'all have always sort of, you sort of bring up, but you never talk about enough. And it's just, I think my show is a good time for me to finally understand it all. I was blessed because I had my parents for a long time. My dad lived till he was 80. And God bless my mother, she was 95. So I was very blessed where they weren't. My mother's, both of mom's parents were gone when she was 12 years old. My mother had to go to an orphanage in Natchez, Mississippi. And she stayed there through her through her grammar school and high school. When she got out of high school, my mom went to work to send her sister, which was Eloise, my Aunt Eloise, yeah. to a nursing school in New Orleans, Louisiana. And Aunt Eloise lives in Slidell, right? She did. Yeah. She's passed yeah. okay. away. Right, okay. right. Okay. But my mother was the reason that she became a nurse. My mama actually took raised money enough to send take care right. of herself and to send my her, her sister to uh, nursing school in New Orleans. Wow. Uh, Mama did have uh, three brothers, <clears throat> but they were busy taking care of themselves, you know, the best they could. Right. But, but um, and then my dad's dad died when dad was, my dad was 25. Wow, and, so they, yeah, that was really... But, right, and he had to take care of his mom and his two sisters, who weren't married at the time, and then... I think Dad got married a couple of years later after his dad died. He to to my mother. Right, right. Well, okay. Can can I? How did it happen where they where Mama lost her folks? My my great grandparents. Uh, okay, right? okay. Uh, one of them, the dad. Her dad died with TB, and her mother had cancer. Wow, that's unbelievable. Yeah, really sad. Really what, sad. What, you know, but you think about the. T- it reminds me of a wonderful life when Jimmy Stewart would was trying to go off. Uh, and uh, he already sort of every time he was trying to leave, he would feel the feel compelled to help the family. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. was it like that? You know, was it was that just like a a traditional oh, yes. thing for for kids to go? Okay, well, oh, the family's absolutely. first. Absolutely, reach out and help. That's right, honey. That's what. And both of my parents were very loving, loving, giving, always giving of themselves. They did that for us. For the four kids they had too, yeah. you know, all their life it was built around us, and then of course y'all, their yeah. grandchildren. When, when did you move out of the grocery store? You know, and you you loved working at the grocery store, I right? I loved it, and and Steve, it it's better than what it sounds. Living above a store, uh, it's like the lofts now. You know, we were just ahead mm-hmm. of our time. Uh, right. We had three bedrooms, two baths, huge kitchen, living living room, dining room. Had first TV of all my friends. And uh, they used to love to come there, hang out at the store, and go. And then we had two entrances to the uh, to our quarters up there: one from the outside, and one from the in, inside of the store. And 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 actually, we if you would left the the uh, the dining room area, you could walk out on the top part, which would be like a large deck that me and my girlfriends used to hang out and get suntans. Come on, know? It, it's better than what it sounds. Well, you know, Papa, it was it became his office, right? Uh, oh. Uh, later, no, no, he had an office 
already oh okay, okay. already had a huge office downstairs that you would walk from the grocery store into that office okay on, on the same level on the same level and then um, dad bought uh, my mom and dad had bought a lot and mama wanted to build and daddy wanted to didn't want to build he wanted to buy an existing home right so he put uh, I think way back then like five thousand dollars which was a lot on a uh, non-refundable on a huge home, mm-hmm. and Mama didn't like it. Dad lost the earnest money deposit. Oh, <laughs> then he bought another house, the house that we eventually moved in, and it was the house entirely in, interior was made of pecket cypress. Mama didn't like it, but oh. so after another Mama. year of Daddy persuading her, we finally furnished. They furnished it, and we moved in. Was that the one, the really big house? Yes, on Oakhurst. That's okay. where I was when. That's the home that. I finished high school, and I got married, and I had, I think I had Joe and Freddie were born. Of course, they were born in Greenville, but, I mean, they still own that house, and then later they bought another house on West 2nd. That's the one I remember, because let me tell I have to dive into this real quick. When I'd get in trouble, which all you guys out there got in trouble a lot, it's part of the deal of being a musician. But with that said, you'd send us me upstairs and lock me in a room with this picture of a painting i guess it's a painting of a woman and no matter where i go what corner or whatever she'd be looking at me i mean i could go behind the picture and she'd turn her eyes at me that was was probably the blessed mother it was not the blessed mother it was some picture and i'm still haunted by it today just for everybody to know you know it's those things i mean i would have rather like like eating like habanero peppers or carolina reapers tabasco sauce because we love that i mean so if we so for my for you guys out there, understand this: our family like loves hot stuff. Uh, it and so when if we would say something like a curse word or something, they'd they'd put hot sauce in our mouth. The problem was we were already immune to it yeah. uh, in the womb, so we were all good. <laughs> so it didn't affect. Uh, it never you. affected us. <laughs> Anything it charged gave me a charge. Yeah. All right. So we're talking to my mom, Virgie Azar. She's at her home around the block. It was good moving back. Mom, to tell the truth, now's the time you can tell the truth. When you found out it was us moving back, my family, four of the five, did you feel like you drew the worst straw? I might go, oh, no, not of all the ones. Like, I start counting in my head. I know the two girls first, and then Joe, and then Freddie, then me. So were you okay with that? That's not true. Let me tell you, it's really (laughs) ironic that you brought that up because yesterday was the anniversary of of Mama passing away mm-hmm. eight years yesterday right. you came to our car right after the funeral and dad rolled the window down because we'd already had our goodbyes and you were headed back to Nashville you and your beautiful family and you said uh you looked at me you were on dad's side of the car and you said mom what would you think if we moved back to Greenville and I still get goosebump feeling through my body as I did that day eight years ago yesterday and you said Mama would want us to do that yeah that's a that weird we thing. were totally elated. We, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I was already crying because of mom, and I yeah. cried again because of of that statement you made that day. Right. And we, Dad, and I mentioned it yesterday, Steve. You know, it's funny when I when I look back at the last time we went to visit my mom. So every time we'd go visit, uh, go to Greenville, we'd stop in and see my mom. We had to, and uh, absolutely, and she'd give us money. But anyway, no, I'm kidding. Give the kids money. But anyway, the point is, now she was the grace. She's sitting on the couch. She was a rock star. She was so always in tune into everything. Into everything. It was just shingles took her. You she, know what I mean? Like shingles she, brought Steve, her down. We know Steve, that. That's yeah. right. But Steve, she read the paper every day. Yeah. She knew the news no. before I knew the news. Yeah. And she was the best cook. Oh, the there ever was. In the state of Mississippi. Yeah. And I enjoyed going in the kitchen 
and driving her crazy because I knew it drove her crazy. So I yep. did it on purpose. But she didn't want anybody in the kitchen. Well, you could come in and clean up, but that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you I know? know. Amazing. And I got a lot of her recipes before she passed. But the to be ninety five and be that sharp. I mean, for everybody to understand. I mean, it was awesome. I mean, she was awesome. always one hundred percent there. Absolutely. And just, just uh, you know, just Steve. She would remind me to do things. And and I remember you sent her pictures through the the iPhones. Uh, you texted her pictures or or video or something of all the food that you had made for Easter dinner yeah. or Christmas dinner one year, and she was so elated. Yeah. Oh my God, you made her so happy because it was everything that she used to make for y'all. Yeah. You know everything. Yeah, I she mean, was amazing. And she was just so excited. She couldn't wait to show everybody. We hadn't gotten close to doing it like she has because I think that just like you, you've left out part of the ingredients for the no, pancakes. No, it was her hands, honey. Yeah, it I know. Was just I mom's agree. hands. I agree. <laughs> we let's talk pancakes for a second. So I'm thinking our buddy, my buddy Danny Oberly Tweedy. Uh, he for some reason has always had the entire recipe, and I would say. Well, I started figuring out maybe mom didn't tell me everything for her famous pancakes. And then all of a sudden he goes, well, Steve, I've known that forever. And I'm going like, how come, Tweety, how come you get to know this and I have to figure it out? You, you know, know, he's our other son, Steve. Yeah, I know. I know, I know. And he's a he's the best cook. Hey, so, Mom, talk to me about uh, – so you, you leave Clarksdale and will. then you go to NOLA. Uh, yeah, first of all, growing up on Highway 61, did y'all realize y'all were and next to the 49 split? And did y'all realize that not foreigners really, from all over the world would be eventually coming to visit that spot? No, absolutely not, baby. In fact, when Elvis came, I'm sorry to say this, when Elvis came to Clarksdale at the city auditorium, your mom and her crazy friends didn't even go sin. You rode around in your pink and white car all night, yep. didn't you? We drove by there, and the and the city auditorium was mobbed. I mean, it was <laughs> packed to the capacity. And uh, we said, nope, that he's not our, that's not our type music. Wow. Isn't that sad? That's so sad. <laughs> well, that's all right. You know, uh, I mean, I, I understand. You know, it's, it's... But my mother loved him, and she, when we got sick, she wanted to go and take care of him. Oh, wow. That's how much Mom loved him. Yeah. yeah. My brother Joe went to see him. I'm sure Freddie went, and I think my sister Barbara went. Yeah. But not me. What took me a minute to get into certain music that was iconic and that actually in, eventually inspired me? Uh, obviously, Elvis eventually inspired you. I mean, you realized the greatness right. that was around. Ab- absolutely, yeah. baby. Oh, my God. Yeah. Absolutely. Amazing. Yeah. All right, we're talking to my mom, Virgie Azar's Mother's Day. We're rocking. Mom, speaking of music, you get to play DJ as you watch okay. and listen to, the, well, listen to this show. Would you like to hear a little, I'm going to keep it Delta. Would you like to hear Charlie Pride or Conway Twitty? How about Steve Azar's Sunshine? All right, okay, for you, I'll do that. Sunshine by me. It's Mother's Day, and that's the only person that's going to get that. The only Thank one you. is Thank my you, mom. We're Virgie Azar. Happy Mother's Day to all you guys. Here's my song, Sunshine. Here you're my sunshine. Cause like the dawn, you push it all away. Down, 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 down at the liquor store. Shorty used to sweep the floor. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. He dust off every bottle until each one shined. Still recall his small ball head and his big white buckshot night. 
Johnny Lee. I'm Steve Azar. I'm with my mom, Virgie Azar. All right, let's talk about going to New Orleans. Uh, why New Orleans? And was there a rumor that you wanted to be a nun, but you wanted to have kids, which obviously was an issue? Uh, all of that, all of the above is true. Wow. Dad rode with uh, my mother and a good friend of hers to take me to school in New Orleans because Dad and I had met when I, as soon as I finished high school, Dad and I met on a double date, went to a dance. We danced with each other more than we danced with our date. Mm-hmm. And we dated. He came back and forth from Greenville to Clarksdale. Our first date was to a carnival, believe it or not. And uh, we dated all summer. And like I said, Dad rode with my mom and a friend to take me to New Orleans. Actually moved me into my dorm room and uh, hung drapes, curtains for me. Hmm. And uh, went back, rode back with my mom. And then he came back in October to take me to an old Miss Tulane football game. Uh, we went out that Friday night, went to the game Saturday, went to Mass together, Loyola, at Loyola University, mm-hmm. Mass there. And we broke up right after that. Yeah. For four years, Dad and I might have dated once each year for the four consecutive years. And then I came to Greenville with my cousin and a friend to a wedding here. And afterwards at the country club, I saw Dad briefly. He came up and spoke. I was at the Lillo's. We were dancing, and he came up and asked my date, could he dance with me? <laughs> and the next, day, the next day, Dad came to Clarksdale and proposed. Get out of here. And you said yes? <laughs> and I said yes. After all of that? All of that. What do you think caused y'all to sort of not be together? During, <laughs> was it just separation okay. and some being no, smart? No. I really thought, Steve, I went to Mass every day of my life. You still do. Both of you. Still do. That's yeah. right. Close to the Blessed Mother. In fact, and I'm going to back it up a little bit. When I was in high school, if I didn't want to date somebody, I told a story and said, I'm going steady with a boy named Joe at Notre Dame. <laughs> Never knew anything about your dad. I made that story up. Come on. And I ended up marrying a Joe from Notre Dame. There's no way who's from Mississippi. That's just nuts. I promise. Bizarre. That's God's truth. Bizarre. But anyway, um, so we uh, got engaged. Six months later, we got married, um, had a great wedding trip. We went to Niagara Falls. I stayed car sick. <clears throat> Believe it or not, we drove. Hello? Yeah. <clears throat> drove. Yeah. I stayed car sick. I was on Dramamon the whole time. That's where I got that from. Coming back through the Smoky Mountains. Mm-hmm. I'm still on Dramamon. That's right. You sure did, honey. Uh, uh, and uh, we stopped at some park, and there were these bears. I mean, huge <laughs> bears. And I think I was half drunk from Dramamon, and I jump out of the car, and I say to your dad, take a picture of me with the bear. Oh, my God. <laughs> the bear came up and just missed me, Steve. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, was... I mean, it was, I mean, Dad and I laugh about it now, but it was crazy, you know. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, it was uh, a wonderful wedding trip, Steve. We went to Niagara Falls, then to New York. Washington, and y'all drove that whole thing. Drove up and back, yes. Wow. Yeah. I love it. And uh, we got to see Nat King Cole. Yes, we saw a lot of celebrities. Went to, We went to the um, My Fair Lady uh, yeah. musical. Fantastic. Uh-huh. And uh, Julie Andrews and Rex Harrison. I mean, you guys, it was great. You guys uh, had to come back and make money after that. That's right, Don. Came <laughs> back home and came back to Greenville, and we had a home being built by, by Ely Shapley. Yeah. Our boy Mark. Who, who's still our great friends. Pal and I talk every week. Yeah. 
And Greatest in family. fact, you mentioned being grounded, Steve. Yeah. Uh, you got grounded at 22 because Dad and I went, Dad and Vicky, Evelyn, I don't think Joe and Freddie, Freddie might have gone, I'm not sure. Anyway, we were going to spend the night. We are going to Mark and Mary Shapley's wedding in Jackson. Yeah. And for some reason you wanted to hang out, stay behind, so I said, Steve, you know what time you have to be home? And you said, right, Mom. Okay, we're going to spend the night in Jackson. Well, we changed our minds. We came I was back. 22. Everybody, FYI out there, just yep. everybody to put perspective. Right. This He's is how much I got grounded. Years old. That's you can't right. ground me at 22. Second of all, and I was really playing Trivia Pursuit with Mike Patera. Mike, Mike, my man at Lenora's in, in Oxford, who I love, yeah. going to his restaurant. I still don't believe it. Well, it's the truth. They're playing Trivia There were girls involved, but that's what we did all night. Okay. And that was it. You know, I just, yep. you got you to gotta believe me. It's time. It, but I did get a song out of it, and I played it live. I immediately wrote it because for. As the truth came, you would ground me all the time, and I would write a song. I'd write myself out of the room, play it for you. You'd forgive me, and then I'd get grounded again. Is that <laughs> oh, right? That's true. That's right. Your songs melted me. They did. Well, they, still, they still do. You know what the funny thing about all that is? It was when publishing-wise, it was all those early songs that were the ones that got me signed where I was playing uh, for publishers later. I was always playing the later stuff. Right. And uh, it was playing the new stuff when, when Rick Sanchek, uh, who finally asked, hey, w- will you play me the stuff you originally wrote? Mm-hmm. And and I started playing all that stuff that I used to get out of the room with. That was my get-out-of-jail-free card. Right. And um, right. he goes, oh, my God, you're a songwriter. I said, you've got to be kidding me. you know. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, like, those are the songs that I, that I was just writing just to get the heck out of my bedroom so I yeah. could go out again. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I Absolutely. love it. I love, well, it was part of my training. We're with my mom. We're Virgie Azar. I'm going to forgive her for that. I'm not going to play You Grounded at 22, although it was a popular thing in the Delta. It was. Back in the day. Everybody the, requested it when yeah, you be finishing up. Uh, Steve, I was blessed with a wonderful sister who is my very best friend. Still to this day, may it be. Aunt, uh-huh, Aunt Barbara. Aunt Barbara. And, and her husband is like a real brother to me and your dad. Yeah. I mean, the four of us are inseparable when we can be. You know, and they like casinos. Just FYI, everybody. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. They but we do really like to, casinos. We do other things together too. <clears throat> Blessed with two brothers. My brother Joe was the youngest mayor at the time of the of of uh, in the whole state of Mississippi of a city of that size. Right. He was the youngest mayor. Yeah, and he died in office, Steve. Oh, I know, Uncle Joe. For everybody that always asks me about waiting on Joe, the last verse. The That's train right. was a metaphor for the cancer. You know, Mom, it's, it's, it's probably ironic, and, and I use that word extremely wrong according to our son Strack because he knows exactly what ironic means. But, <laughs> but when Strack played, uh, when Waiting on Joe in the last verse, when Strack played the son of Uncle Joe, which he was my son, mm-hmm. you know, or, um, well, no, no, well, he would have been Joe's son. He was the same age. As, as not little Joe Nassif. I mean, he's he's six foot three or four now. But right. you know what I mean. They were the same age, and I think uh, I could have been close to the same age as Uncle Joe. Uh, it was just sort of like almost right. eerie, you know. And it people, was eerie, right? Yeah. I had Jesse Rice who wrote, uh, written quite a few country hits. He's the brother of uh, one of the Florida Georgia Line boys and uh, co-wrote. Uh, 
Cruz and, and all those big, big hit, a lot of big hits. He sent me a text the other day, said he was listening to Wait No Joe, and he wanted to understand the story because mm-hmm. he always grew up loving it, and uh, mm-hmm. and that was real flattering. But I explained that, and he goes, what? <laughs> I yeah. said, man, no, the, the three verses about three totally different Joes. All right, so, Mom, what? Tell me about Abe's Barbecue real quick, because obviously people come from all over the world and they go there because they they feel like it's the, we claim it's the crossroads where Robert Johnson sold his soul, which is right next to the grocery store pretty much. Uh, When did Abe or Uncle Pat, when when did all that go down? His his dad uh, built, owned and operated on Essequina. in Clarksdale, a real small place, and he sold barbecue, and eventually he moved to the highway. And that was his dad started it. And then his brother David, who's no longer with us now, God rest him, uh, his brother David, uh, after he finished college, he went there. But he was an accountant, and he was he, he was too, too good to be working in a cafe, you know. Mm-hmm. And then Pat went to college, but Pat came back, and... He took over his dad's business. As dad eventually he died, and Pat had it. And then his son Pat Jr. Uh, actually runs it for his dad right now. And it's just uh, a unique. It yeah. was uh, nobody's ever been able to copy the sauce no. that Uncle Abe originated. In fact, they bottle it and they sell it. It's called Abe's Barbecue Sauce. Yeah, that's incredible. And, and his and his the way the method that he cooked the barbecue, it would be a Boston. Uh, uh, shoulder or a butt, and that's what he cooked. Nobody could top how the, whatever formula he had. Nobody ever was able to copy it, Steve. No, it's amazing too. It now, is. And so, were they? You said is a queen. When did they move to the sixty-one forty-nine split? Uh, they moved. Uh, oh God, I'd say. Well, I was still in high school, so that was right. back in the fifties, Steve. Right. So they've right. been there a long time, and. Uh, there was a service station in front of it. Eventually, they got, and then it was a donut shop in front. And it's all gone now. They've moved it all because they needed the parking. Right. You know. Right. And the visibility is better too, but they didn't have to be visible. Everybody would would uh, find him. You know, no matter right. where he was located, he always had a good business and raised his children like right. you know beautifully on the money that he made just from a little cafe on Essequina. Yeah, well, it's legendary because le- people legends have eaten there. I mean, it's yeah, crazy. Right. He's- right. You know, one thing we hadn't talked about, uh, that Dad and I have been blessed with five beautiful, amazing, wonderful children, but y'all gave us 13 fantastic, loving, that brought so much happiness to Dad and I. Yeah. You're in a Mississippi (laughs) Minute. We're going to be right back. Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Steve Azar. I'm with my mom, Virgie Azar. Let's talk about how you survived three weddings in six months. And I want, I mean, there's no way. Okay, three weddings, six, after after all the college, and we get out of college, y'all are probably going like we can breathe, and all of a sudden, boom, boom, boom. Yep, yep. You called me. First, Vicki got engaged. Yeah. And then Freddie calls from Tulane, and he says, Mom, I'm engaged. And I said, you're what? And he said, I'm engaged. We love Julie, of course. And I said, well, I know you're not going to get married for a while. And he said, well, actually, we're going to get married in April. I said, well, Vicky's getting married in May. There's no way we can handle that. 
Then at Freddie's wedding, you announced that you're going to go and get engaged. No, no, no. I take it, it back. Vicky's wedding. Vicky's I wedding. I gave you a little time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the next day after Vicky's wedding, which right. was the Mother's Day, by, right. ironically. I apologize. <laughs> you called and you said, Mom, I'm going to get engaged. I'm engaged. And I said, over my dead body. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I said, over my dead body. Oh, yeah. I'm still living. Well, yeah. But with God, we out of lives, Gwen. Yeah, I know. No, no. It's been great. But bless your hearts now. I mean, now I understand. Once I became a parent, I was like, what did we yeah. do to yeah. them? It's yeah. amazing. Well, well, it's that's why I named 13 grandchildren. You got one playing baseball captain at Georgetown baseball team. You got one living in Hollywood. You got one uh, in England. You got a couple, a few that went to Notre Dame. You got yeah. manager, one, a one cheerleader. One manager, one's a cheerleader. <laughs> it's like you got one that fact, was a tennis star at Seattle U. <laughs> yep, and she's in uh, at Emory and uh, PT school doing amazing right now, Barbara You got, you got one that's going to be a, uh, a one of the one of the many, that's gonna, a few that's going to be a doctor, hopefully. Two of them. Miss. That's right. You got one that's going to be a Razorback. What happened? What happened? That's there? right. <laughs> all right. Okay. So we're talking to my mom. It's Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all you incredible women out there. Mom, thank, tell me about St. Jude because Vicky, my older sister Vicky, was really sick growing up. And I think it was St. Jude that figured it out. Labana had to do the procedures. Right. But, totally. but when and why did St. Jude just all of a sudden change and impact your life? Had a uh, she had a hypothyroidism at the age of seven. I don't think it was, but seven cases worldwide that that, that anyone knew about. And we wow. reached out to Labana, who reached out to St. Jude, who reached out. I think eventually Mayo finally said she needed the surgery. And 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 all of that in doing that uh, afterwards, two things. You sang at the St. Jude Radiothon, living life to its fullest. Yeah, one of my first songs. But Danny about, Thomas, right. that you met him. That's right. And that was your first song. I think you wrote it for a confirmation. Yeah. Vicki uh, raised m- more money. Of course, we helping her, you know, and all of our family members helping. Uh, raised, raised more money worldwide than anybody else. And she became Miss International. I'm sorry about that. Miss International St. Jude. Right. Wow. And, and crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so uh, I think, Steve, that's. Dad and I were always real close to our faith, but I think all of that. And then we almost lost you, Steve. Yeah, I know. You were 18 months old, baby. I don't remember, so it was all good. (laughs) Yeah, thank God you don't. I got scars to prove it. Everybody always asks, they go, what the heck are those scars? I said, I think one was an accident they shouldn't have cut, and then the other one was because they screwed up. They went back in and cut it again. You used to say, that's your railroad track. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's all right. That's all right. I like a few scars. I'd rather have scars (laughs) than tattoos, just FYI. Okay. (laughs) Now, St. Jude, you've stayed dedicated, right? Yeah, absolutely, baby. And then we belong, Dad and I belong to Knights and Ladies of the Holy Sepulchre, which all the monies go to help the the uh, poor hospitals and schools in the Holy Land. Wow, that's amazing. That's, and that's that, the closest thing you can do. That's almost like you becoming the nun. Well, you know, I, you asked earlier on, Steve, why Dad and I broke up. And it was because I really, when I was at school in New Orleans, I'm back in tra- backtracking. That's it, all right. I really thought I wanted to be a nun. And uh, the president of the college and I got to be really good friends. I had nuns. We had nuns teaching us and uh, at St. Mary's Dominican College. And uh, she invited me to go to their mother home, which I did. And I was there with the nuns, you know, for like maybe four or five days. Mm-hmm. And I got to thinking, do I really want this or do I really want to get married and have children? I wanted children. I knew that. I loved children. Right. And so 
uh, that's why I think Dad and I, really, I think that's why we broke up, Steve. Well, he almost had no shot. <laughs> Bless <laughs> his heart. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, really, it's either God, right. God it's either God him. or Dad. <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth. He, so the competition right. was a little stiff. Yeah. So right now I have we have, I have we have both. Dad and I enjoy going to mass every day. Yeah. And uh we're very blessed, Steve. Thank God we have each other. No, no, I know, I know. I mean, come on, you guys are rock stars. I love it. <laughs> I mean if, if genetically I'm anything close, which I'm I'm wondering I maybe put my body through some damage that maybe we don't need to discuss, but uh, I'm hoping yeah. that we get to oh, we're ride, proud of you, ride the sun's like a sunset like you guys. We're All proud right. of you, baby. Thank you, man. All of our family. Okay. Dad, you want to say hello in the background? <laughs> Hello. What's up, Dad? <laughs> I'm gonna let you have your bride back. Make sure you get her a card, and you know, you know, like take oh. her swimming or something in the backyard for Mother's yep. Day. Don't worry, we, he's already getting it ready for me. And I see a card sitting on the coffee table here, already addressed to me. So I love he, it. He's on top of it. We love you, Steve. I love you too, Mom. Y'all have a great have a great Mother's Day weekend, and thanks for spending a Mississippi minute, which you know all about. Born and raised. Which, which we love and are proud of very okay. much. We appreciate it. You've been on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Steve Azar. We have been with the fabulous, wonderful Mama Virgie Azar. Later on. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. If Alexa's part of your life, you've got one more way to access Super Talk. Super Talk Mississippi is now available on Amazon Alexa devices. Once enabled, just say Alexa Play Super Talk Mississippi at any time and start listening. It's that easy. Just one more way to stay informed and connected with your state. Learn more at supertalk.fm slash Alexa. Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. Now available on Amazon Alexa devices. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.